Friends, hear our scripture from the Gospel of Luke today. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth, peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. The word of the Lord. Thank you, guys. You stay up here because we're not done yet. Okay. When you think of Christmas, I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your brain. Quick. Thank you. I was hoping you wouldn't have some cheesy Bible answer like Jesus or something like that. (laughs) Presents. Presents. Do you guys see anything in here that might look like a present? Yeah, those. Those are presents and they're for you. And youth, there's enough for you guys too. So youth, come on up and grab a present. We're going to flip-flop. I'm going to sit up there. You guys are going to sit down here. So come grab a present, open it up, and turn around and face me sitting down here on the chancel. All right, open them up. Tell me what they are. What's in there? What is it, Lorelai? An angel. Can anybody guess why it's an angel? Is it what kind of, is it an ornament? Yeah? All right. What kind of an angel, or what, why are we having angels in your presence today? What do you guys think? Anybody? No? Go ahead, Luke. All right. Well, this Advent morning, we're talking specifically about the, the story of the angels coming to the shepherds, right? Yeah. So that's, and the song, we're, this Advent, we're talking through, or even in Christmas, we're talking through all the different hymns in Christmas and looking at their origins and stuff. And this Sunday morning, our hymn of the morning is what? Do you guys know? Angels We Have Heard on High. Now, angels we have heard on high. You guys could put the picture up for the uh, sermon screen or whatever, the one that's on the front of the bulletin. The Angels We Have Heard on High is a song that was written originally in French in 1843. 
Do you guys think that's a pretty old song? Yeah? How many of you here were alive in 1843? I thought there would at least be a couple people raising their hands. Smart Alex. There's no one here that was born in 1843 yet. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty old song, and in 1862, an, an English writer rewrote the song into English. Originally, the title was Angels in Our Countryside, and it was talking about the angels who appeared in the countryside outside of Bethlehem, and they talked to the shepherds. Now, I have been to Israel last year, and we're going again with some people from our church this next January, and right outside of Bethlehem, you guys, there's a field that they have protected and kept it as natural as possible so that it looks a lot like the fields that the shepherds would have been sitting in. And you, go, you guys know that in that area, there's these big rock formations all over the place. It's very hilly. And in the sides of the hills, there'd be these rocks that would stick out. And then there'd be caves that would go inside of the rocks. What do you guys think those shepherds would use those caves for? Luke? Yeah, that's right. Not even just shelters from wind and storm, but it was an easy place to get all the, she the sheep kind of like shepherded into inside of that cave so that they can sit on the outside of the cave and they could protect the sheep, keeping them from go just wandering around in the middle of the night, right? And then also keeping the wolves and other animals that might want to eat the sheep out from attacking the sheep, right? So it's a way to protect the sheep. And so there's these neat caves there that you can sit and you can do worship services in and stuff right there in the fields in Bethlehem. So can you guys imagine something with me? Imagine being a shepherd and all day long you sat around and you were dealing with stinky sheep. How many of you have ever been around real live sheep? Okay, a few of you. All my kids, you guys have all been around live sheep. I know because I was there. Do they smell good? No, they, they stink, huh? And do they always do the right thing? No, sometimes they wander off. Like, sometimes they could just want, start wandering down the aisles and stuff. They're kind of like babies sometimes. <laughs> and they make all kinds of noise, and sometimes they nip at you, right? Like, when you're in a petting zoo, they tell you to be careful around the sheeps and the goats and stuff because sometimes they'll bite, right? So... The, imagine being a shepherd. You've been dealing with these sheep all day long, and now it's time for you to go to bed. It's nighttime. And maybe you're taking shifts to watch in the nighttime to make sure no, no predators come and get your sheep. And you're sitting in this cave, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden as you're sitting there, the sky just lights up with people floating in the sky. Angels. Wouldn't that be amazing to see? What would you think? What would go through your mind if you saw that? Anastasia, what would go through your mind if you saw that? You'd be scared. Yeah, and that's what it says in the, in the scriptures. It says that they were, they were scared, right? Because they were wondering what in the world is going on. This is a weird thing. They didn't know what it was. And so they were afraid of what was going on. But the angels tell them, don't worry. Don't be afraid because we're bringing you good news. And what was the good news, Azariah? Don't think I can't see you just because your shirt's green, your hair's green, and the background is green. I could see you. What, what, is it, what was the good news that they brought? Jesus has been born. So it was a birthday celebration. How many of you guys like to be invited to birthday parties? 
All right. So if you were a shepherd there, and you were there taking care of your sheep, and you had been dealing with them all day long, and you're tired, and all of a sudden the angels told them that Jesus had been born, that this baby that was going to become and save Israel was born, and so they all of a sudden were invited to this amazing birthday party. What would you guys feel about that? Would that be a cool time? Would you guys remember that the rest of your lives? Yeah. And probably they later recounted their story to the people who wrote down the words in Luke. And this is how we get the story of what they experienced that night, is through that, that passing down the message that they gave early on there. All right, so today we're going to start a new tradition in our family service. You already have started one. Every year you guys are going to get an uh, ornament from us, a handmade ornament made by members of our church, so that you have, when you grow up and you turn into an adult and you're no longer invited up here, you're going to have a whole set of ornaments that you can use to start your own tree, your own Christmas tree with. And there'll be reminders of all the different messages that we had. So this morning we're remembering the angels. But the angels were coming and telling us about a birthday party. So what do you think is proper for celebrating at a birthday party? What? Okay, to bring presents. That's a good thing. What else? Yeah? To wear nice clothes. Do you wear nice clothes to birthday parties? I tell my kids to wear rose clothes because they're probably going to be jumping around in a ball pit and other things like that, right? But that's good. That's good that you wear nice clothes to a birthday party. What else? If, you, if it's your birthday, what do you want there? Yeah. Okay, presents. Maybe something you eat. This is what I'm looking for. What? Cake. cake. So this morning, we have a cake for Jesus. A happy birthday cake. And so Jesus turns how old this morning? Huh. Go ahead. 2019 years old. Well-ish. We don't exactly know, but we kind of know. So we're going to sing happy birthday to Jesus as a part of our birthday celebration this morning. And Jesus gave you guys presents this morning, so you be sure to thank him, right? Well, thank Jesus. Well, I have my piece of cake. So there's plenty more out there. Go grab some cake afterwards. Celebrate this season. Celebrate that God has given us salvation in Jesus Christ. Don't forget that this season is a giant birthday party. Whoa! I didn't spill it. And only somewhat messed up my sweater. I could keep my finger on the little thing here. Okay. Celebrate this season as a birthday party. Be festive. Enjoy the time. And celebrate that God has given you salvation in Jesus Christ. Act like those shepherds in the first century that saw those angels and be mystified at what God has done for you.